There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Say that the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. But in the case of Derek Kaufman, the apple rolled all the way to L.A. The one thing Derek and his mother share in common, however, is the love for breaking news. TMZ is breaking news faster than the New York Times. So sit back and enjoy the news from Hollywood as only the Kaufman family can bring it. And, of course, the uh, Kaufman mom just came back from a trip out there to Los Angeles where she got a chance to see. I have to say this. You know, when you follow really great kids home, you generally find really great parents. And I have to compliment you and Mary because you have really great kids. Uh, I know that I'm, means so much to me because you had definitely a, a full helping, I would say, while we were away <laughs> in Mexico on vacation. You got the full dose of Carter and Nixie, and I'm glad uh, they got to bond with you and Poppy. Oh, yeah. They're, and they're just they're just wonderful and, and loving and lovable kids. And, and like I said, you know, that, that's a direct result of parenting. Uh, you must have had a great mom. That's all I can think. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Who, I don't know how it happened. I mean, sometimes you think the luck. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so you got back to, from from your trip. You had a wonderful time, and celebrity news was just stacked up waiting for you. But the first question I have to ask, and I don't know anybody else to ask because I can't get a straight answer from any other media sources. What is going on with Jamie Fox? Yeah, it's, it's a developing sort of story. There's a lot of news bites that are coming out that potentially he's dealing with very, very serious issues. There was a story that um, it could be related to the COVID vaccine right. and he could be, you know, maybe uh, blind. And, and there's a lot of reports. We're trying to figure out what exactly all this means. Um, and we are we are posting stories when we have enough information about what's going on with Jamie, that we mm-hmm. feel comfortable running the stories. And not all news outlets will do that. And I'm not casting aspersions here, mm-hmm. but you do just have to wait till these things develop, in my opinion, so that you get verifiable information. And right, right now, we don't know that those details that are coming out in these reports are true, and so we're not posting those stories there. Right. Right. But they're out, you know, and you, as you pointed out, and they're and they're they generate a lot of clicks. So you can't you almost can't avoid them, or at least that's been my experience. They're unavoidable. I mean, and this is something that his team is going to have to sort of reckon with, because Mm -hmm. once the cat is out of the bag and people hear those things, if his if his reps don't get out in front of them and sort of change the narrative, uh, people will start to accept it. And, um, you know, it's a very, very tricky situation what he's dealing with. They want to deal with it privately. But information has a, a way of surfacing in, in American news, and that's and just you're not happening. a yeah you're not a private individual when you're Jamie Fox. I'm not a private individual. You're not a private in, individual. We can't even sue for libel because we're public figures. So you know yeah, his it's, his it's team is going to have trouble. You're right. Yeah, I mean, we yeah. we are have a robust First Amendment uh, here where we like information to come out. We check sources. Uh, there's a lot of things in journalism that are done a certain way so that the public can learn things about public figures, and he's dealing with that right now. It's very, very hard to 
hold the end uh, and keep your privacy. Yeah, and I'm and I am sympathetic because this is not something that should be dragged through the public arena, particularly if it's health related and it could be more serious than any of us know. I, I, I uh, you know, my prayers, as you know, I pray and uh, my prayers go up for him. And hopefully, when you guys find out, and I do predict that TMZ will find out before anybody else, what's actually going on. Um, that you reve- reveal that to the public because I don't think anybody wishes harm for him. I think people are, you know, are, are cheering for him, rooting for him. I think you're exactly right. The public's fascination with this story is, it seems to be coming from a very good place. There's a curiosity about what's going on with one of the brightest stars we have in Hollywood and mm-hmm. how his health is doing. No one is wishing him ill at all. Right. That, not, not, you know, I'm sure there's trolls out there that are awful people, but most of this is, hey, what's going on? This is one of the brightest stars we have, and we want to make sure he's okay. Yeah. So you're mm-hmm. right, and, and I, think, I think as the story sort of becomes wrapped in mystery, your mind tends to drift towards the worst, and, yeah. and hopefully uh, that's not what actually is going on. Yeah, that's, that's all we can say. I saw, you know, TMZ had a very interesting take on this banning of drag shows on military bases. Because, you know, I talk about this stuff all the time. It's uh, it's culture war stuff, and, and that comes into the talk radio realm all the time. But there have been drag shows at military bases, as you guys pointed out, since World War II. That's exactly right. This is an interesting story, but I have a a somewhat uh, sobering take on it. So in the past, in World War II, there were what were called girly shows, um, where the USO and the Red Cross and the military would join forces, and many of the servicemen would dress up uh, in drag. They'd put on makeup. There were handbooks uh, about how to apply the makeup appropriately for these pony ballets, uh, some Mm -hmm. of them were called. They're very choreographed, and even... Um, Eisenhower, you know, made some statements about how important it was to have an all-integrated effort. So some people are seeing this as, was Eisenhower more progressive than currently, where they're not funding, they're not using taxpayer dollars to have these drag shows? I'm not so sure this was Mm -hmm. done with that kind of intent. There was maybe more of a mocking intent uh, with these. But it is interesting to look at the pictures where they're just comfortably putting on makeup. Yeah. Yeah. But I think, you know, that a lot of what's going on today is not that everybody is so objecting to drag shows. What they're objecting to is drag shows being used as proper entertainment for five-year-olds. I mean, five-year-olds don't know what's going on. And to have some of these, you know, story time hours and whatnot offends people's sensibilities. Now, adult soldiers, you know, they can, they know what's going on. They know what a drag queen is. Um, and I think what they've done is they just blurred the lines so much and they have so many young people who are now confused and wondering if they're in the wrong body that, you know, that the, the, the culture war, they're losing that culture war. Yeah. You know, it is interesting because you're right. Some of it is animated by exposing these, these types of things to kids, but on an air force base where it's, you know, they were going to have one of these shows at Nellis. I'm not sure many of the soldiers would have been confused. It looks like right. there's a history that it was all in good fun, and that's how it was taken in the past. And so you're right. Some of these, these wars are getting – everything's getting kind of blurry, um, yeah. and people are trying to figure out what what is the appropriate place for this and what is the intention. Are these things all just politicized now, things that used to just be sort of good fun on the military base? Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a fascinating issue and a flashpoint because the Biden administration, while they're supportive – 
Um, mm-hmm. do not think that this is something that taxpayer dollars should be funding, and they're trying to walk that line very carefully now. Yeah, and as, uh, you know, I don't know what the L.A. Dodgers are going to do in the final analysis, but I think the Sisters of Perpetual Nonsense, uh, it probably uh, is something they shouldn't have included, and now you're having some of the players, you know, speak up about that. But, hey, I just came back from L.A., and I'm, I told my audience, I have to admit, there were far fewer homeless people, but there was one in your driveway. <laughs> yes, I got you. All right, All right. well, come care. back soon, would you? I, I sure miss will. You. I miss them, too. Thank you. All right, I, uh, that does it for me. I'm going to wrap for this week. I'm, um, I'll be back on Monday at noon, if it be his will and he delays his coming. God bless you, and God bless the United States of America. See you all on Monday.